Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. This is Marcianne. And this is news headlines for news junkies on... <clears throat> And the most disturbing headline this week is the story about that Muslim teenager who built a digital clock and took it to school to show his teacher, and his teacher called the bomb squad, and the kid was arrested, handcuffed, and taken to detention. Well, I keep thinking we've reached the lowest point of the bell curve, but it seems like we can go lower, still go lower. <laughs> I have so many questions about this story. <clears throat> Number one, are the members of this family, <clears throat> of this boy, U.S. citizens? Because if they are, I would recommend that they crucify this school. You know, because despite what our news media would have us believe, the vast majority of Muslims are quiet, peaceful people who are very loving and would not make waves or draw attention to themselves like this. And my number two question would be, is this family active in their Muslim faith? Like, I mean, do they go to temple, practice Ramadan? I mean, does the mother wear the traditional clothing? Because, I mean, how did the teacher know that this child was a Muslim? And then what is the faith of this teacher? You know, this is Dallas, Texas. <laughs> Texas is a gun-toting, cowboy, fierce Christian territory. I mean, no abortions, no same-sex marriage. 55.5% of the people say they're very religious there. But less than 1% are Muslim. You know, Christians are just not tolerant of Muslims at all. I mean, Christians believe that Muslims are of the devil. I mean, however, Muslims accept Jesus to be who he said he was. And much of their teaching agrees with what Jesus said. I worked with a Muslim for three and a half years. He was, first of all, one of the most intelligent people I've ever known. <clears throat> he was born and raised in Bangladesh and had a B.S. degree in English literature. And he spoke the English language better than most Americans. His spelling and his punctuation were impeccable. He was independently wealthy as his family uh, was a big real estate developer and landowner, not only in Bangladesh but also in India. And he only worked at the front desk of the motel um, because um, there were certain hours available to him that made it so he could also be available to help parent his four children, drive them to school, help with homework and all of that. And I have to say he was one of the kindest, kindest men I have ever met. 
We worked at the front desk of a five-star family-owned fancy motel in Orange County, California. And I was the lead clerk, and he was under me, in a sense. Uh, And as we had gotten to know each other, I learned there was a part of the Muslim culture where the woman does not speak directly to the man, man to man, but she addresses men, I mean, even her husband, in the third person, calling him Mr., and speaking to him in a formal act of submission. So for this man to work under the authority of a woman was a huge concession on his part in order to have the job. Um, I don't know why Christians get all... Out of, been out of shape about this, though, because the Pauline theology in the New Testament reflects this Eastern culture of the woman being in submission to the man. I mean, woman, obey your husbands. Suffer not a woman to teach. Women, be silent in the churches. I mean, uh, this was reflective of the Eastern cultures um, that sees the divine order of creation as first the man and then the woman. Uh, But this is just like the apostolic church that Kim, the Kentucky clerk, believes. This is the way they believe. Let me tell you, Kim could learn a lot from this Muslim man about being a true representative of God here on the earth. Now, I just want to say for the record, I believe that the divine masculine and the divine feminine were foreordained and predestined before the foundations of the world were laid. Therefore, each was created first together. Okay, this man's Muslim man's name was Martin. It really was Mohammed, but he took the American name of Martin. And he and I developed a friendship that was based upon love and mutual respect. Of all, uh, I think, uh, first of all, he really enjoyed being with a person who was as intelligent as he was. And I say this just as a fact because we had an incredible interplay of intellect that was exciting and inspiring. (laughs) Every time we worked together was interesting, and the time would just fly by because we were so engaged in such interesting conversations in between checking guests in and out and making reservations. And I could bounce all of my off-the-wall ideas off of him, and he just had a ball entertaining all the ideas. And we laughed and laughed. And sometimes I, our conversations would, would enter into realms yet to be explored by almost no one. And he loved it, and I loved it, and I miss him because I haven't had anyone in my life since then, that I could have that kind of intercourse with. I mean, actually, now, just you folks out there in Radio Land, I bounce all my ideas off of all of you now. (laughs) But you know what? We discovered that at the soul level, we were in agreement on everything. We worship one God in many manifestations. 
we believe that the source of all things is benevolent. We believe that the purpose for our existence is to love and to be loved. We want the highest and best good for everyone. And we believe in freedom and justice for all. You know, I was working there when 9-11 happened. Barton and I were on the night shift that day. And the man who owned the motel, had owned it actually for 30 years, called the front desk manager earlier in the day and he said, I don't want Martin to have to walk into the motel by himself. He said, I want Ernie, now Ernie was the repair guy, and Julio, Julio was one of the landscaping guys, to surround him and walk him into the motel. And at 11 p.m., when it's time for him to go home, I want Marcy and the night accounting auditor clerk to walk him to his car, one on each side of him. Now, the owner of this motel was a devout Catholic. He was even on the board of the Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Orange County as a lay person. But I have to tell you, his God was a lot bigger than Kim, the Kentucky clerk's God, or the God of the teacher at MacArthur Public School in Dallas, Texas. So my next question is, what is the faith faith of that teacher? Does the faith of that teacher extend out beyond his or her personal religious beliefs in a way that excludes another person, that judges that person and condemns that person? Because if it does, it's not a religious system that's based in love. A true Muslim would not do this. And especially Muslims wouldn't do it to Christians because a true Muslim respects Jesus as the rabbi, the teacher, which is one of the jobs that Jesus said he had. And one time when the disciples came to Jesus and said, you know that group over there is teaching some of the stuff you teach, but they're not of us. And Jesus said, nevertheless, they are preaching some of the stuff I teach. Let them alone. Well, there had to be something about this situation at the school that threatened this teacher because it had to be the teacher who called in the security. And I know that school just started, so the the teacher probably didn't know uh, this student, you know, didn't, didn't know the personality of this student yet. And... Is If as a person, you know, your perceptions are based in a Christian foundation uh, that you would judge the person by their outward appearance. I mean, that's why I asked, how did the teacher know that this kid was a Muslim? And uh, and then other Christian foundations that judge and condemn everybody else. Uh, except Christians, although Christians even judge and condemn other Christians, too, like Catholics and Mormons and witches. And then if your preconceptions are also based upon what the news media tells you uh, 
about ISIS and that all Muslims are like ISIS, then this teacher was afraid because of all of her belief systems. Belief systems that aren't true, but they are true for her. So she called security. I think it was a woman. I'm not sure. Security was called. Okay, now I want to know, did the student share this device with his parents and discuss whether it would be a good idea to take it to school or not? Because if I was this child's parent, I think I would have discussed some ways, uh, I would have researched ways where he could be introduced to people or groups within the community who could appreciate the invention and have some knowledge of the ability of this kid to even be able to come up with such an invention. Because as the parent of such a talented child, I would want to know where there were places where my child could have fellowship and be encouraged in his special aptitudes. I mean, surely at this point, these parents need to, at the very least, get this kid out of the public school system and into some kind of an educational program that can be beneficial, even if they have to homeschool him and hire private Ph.D. professors in various fields to come and tutor this special child. He's just one of thousands of kids out there who are extremely intelligent and who already have basic and comprehensive understandings of the material universe. I mean, they come into life with it to the extent that almost that they're already ready to take on the environmental and all the other sociological situations which are not being addressed today, much less even being understood. They're prepared to begin to present simple, easy solutions for all of us. So this brilliant, gentle child is now drawing our attention to these thousands of kids who are being literally and figuratively handcuffed and jailed to shut them up so that their contributions don't interrupt or disengage or destroy the current systems of manipulation and control that are being run by out-of-control greed today. Okay, now if this student did discuss the idea of taking his invention to school with his parents and his parents thought that it would be a good idea and benefit the child and benefit the school, then this would show an attitude in these parents that their child is in the land of the free and the home of the brave. And the bright stars and broad stripes of our flag dramatically waves every day, everywhere, proclaiming this glorious truth. And in innocence and trust, perhaps, they may have said, yes, take it to school and show your teacher. She will be very proud of you. And she will encourage all the other students to also be so creative and to investigate their abilities and be able to also perhaps create an invention that perhaps no one else has ever created yet. 
And then I want to know if the parents were called before, during, or after the child was put into handcuffs and taken to a de- de- detention center. I mean, were the parents ever called? Now, there are some fine lines here as far as I'm concerned as to who has the final authority. If it's my child, I want the absolute final say-so about what happens. And if I've been called by the school and told that my child had a device that resembled a bomb, I would have laughed my head off. You've got to be kidding me. Tick-tock. It's a clock. (laughs) Tick-tock, it's a digital clock, you eggheads. I'm coming there immediately to pick up my child. And you keep your hands off of him. (laughs) So what are we to gain from this headline? I'm telling you, this story has so many elements that it's just practically impossible to put them all in the same basket. I mean, it calls our attention to parenting, first of all. It calls us to the realization that we simply cannot delegate our responsibilities as parents to other sources today. In the end, we are the one responsible, the parent to see that our child is getting the kind of attention, education, information, and instruction, and most of all, demonstration by being the role model that our child needs and deserves. Calls our attention to levels of authority. Who has the say-so? I mean, too much of our sovereign right to make the decisions for our own lives has been taken away. It's been taken away by us, and it's time to take back the responsibility. You can't give away your rights and then demand your rights. I'm going to say that again. You can't give away your rights and then demand your rights. This story also calls our attention to the sacred place where the right of religious freedom to express our personal beliefs privately for ourselves and then where those private religious beliefs compromise us to do our job uh, for the community. I mean, the clerk of the county in Kentucky represents all people not just Christians. A teacher of a class of 30 students teaches all of those students. And this also calls our attention to the fact that most of our resources are being directed towards the disabled child, the disturbed child, the handicapped child, the child with special needs. Well, when are we going to realize that those children are not going to solve our problems for us? They are problems. They can't solve problems. So we need to begin to direct our resources to the brilliant child, the super smart kid, 
the geeks, the inventors, the ones who think outside the box, the ones who have the answers, the ones who are going to be the ones who solve the problems. Let's let this pendulum swing the other way. Let's make the smart kid the one to copy, the smart kid the one to be honored and the, and applauded. The smart kid is our hero. And this calls our attention to the woeful lack of allowing and accepting within the constitution of the Christian church at large and within the various little demagogue groups within its structure. And finally, and perhaps most important, it calls our attention to a public that is so filled with fear that now the slightest little blip sends everyone into a panic. Have you ever thought about whose agenda it is to keep the public totally in fear all the time? I mean, every headline today practically is totally fear-based. If you read the headlines as an observer, they are all to warn of some impending danger or to tell you of something bad you didn't know about and that you now need to worry about. It tells about every evil deed that's been done today that's on the records of the police and the sheriff and the CIA and FBI and all of the other protection agencies. So my suggestion is to stop watching the news. I'm going to keep doing this show because eventually I could call it the good news show. (laughs) I tried that almost 30 years ago when I first came to California. I was interviewed by KTLA Channel 9 in Los Angeles to be in broadcasting. And the producer said, do you want to do the news? And I said, well, if I could do a small segment and call it the good news show... Well, that producer just stood up and said, good news doesn't sell, lady. And he walked out and slammed the door in my face. So it was the end of my public broadcasting career at that time. (laughs) Well, once you have stopped watching the news, then go within yourself and see what is really, really important to you. And make a list And then begin to dedicate yourself to acting within your sovereign rights as a divine soul to to fulfill those specific purposes in your life. This is still America from sea to shining sea. And we still have the freedom here to have liberty and justice for all. But you can't have liberty without justice, and you can't have justice without true liberty. This is Marcy Ann.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.